From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining. It's a show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. So we're bringing the love today, the love of good cooking, good home cooking. This morning, we're going to have a conversation with Glenda Barner, owner of Sugar's Place. Located in downtown Jackson, Sugar's Place has become known for good food and an even better atmosphere. Also, we want to hear what your meals are, what meals you're planning to prepare you for a special someone on Valentine's Day. Spread the love this morning. Give us a call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. Or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're bringing the love today, the love of good cooking, that is, good home cooking. This morning, we'll have a conversation with Glenda Barner, owner of Sugar's Place. Located in downtown Jackson, Sugar's Place has become known for good food and an even better atmosphere. Also today, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so wanting to hear from you about what meal you're going to prepare for that special someone. Spread the love this morning with your phone call. It's 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464, or you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. So good morning, Deborah. Hope that you're doing well this morning. Good morning, Kevin. I'm doing absolutely fantastic. I, um, I'm i a little excited because I woke up this morning and it was like chilly. What? what? <laughs> it's like Mississippi is the most amazing place in the world. I literally have to keep two changes of clothes in my car. <laughs> I mean, yesterday I thought I was headed to the beach and today it's the Antarctic. Are you serious? It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it has been very strange. Uh, got a couple of guests in studio. I thought, why don't you introduce them for us? Well, I have a very amazing woman in uh, the studio today. Her name is Glenda, and she's the owner. She and her son, they are owners of Sugar's Place. And I actually got a chance to meet her about three weeks ago. She and I did an event together um, at the state capitol, which was absolutely fabulous. Thank you, Senator John Horns. And so she's here today with us, and she's going to talk to us about her restaurant. Her son is her chef, and we've had some fabulous conversations this morning, and we want to share that with the state of Mississippi. All right, very good. So we've got sugar and honey in the studio this morning. Baby, no, right. 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 You guys are the luckiest men on the planet today. Right, right, right. Uh, so, Glenda, um, who is sugar, first of all? Well, sugar was my mom. Her mm-hmm. name was Velma. Uh, but my dad always called her sugar because he said she was so sweet. Aww. And uh, so uh, most of the re- uh, recipes we use at Sugar's Place are recipes that she taught to me and I taught them to my son. So in honor of her, we call it Sugar's Place. She passed away about 30 years ago of breast cancer at a very early age of only 53. So we uh, we named it after her. It's uh, the kind of food you would have found uh, at her kitchen table. Uh, introduce your son for us. Yes, this is my son, Donovan Bonner. Donovan uh, is my chef and manager. Uh, I'm retired, so I'm kind of in and out. I handle the <laughs> catering in, but he's uh, all things sugar. I mean, he, he orders it, he prepares it, he sends it out. He 
He does everything. I, I, I wouldn't do it without him. Uh, it's actually going to be passed on to him very shortly uh, because uh, I'm going to go into retirement again. <laughs> so this is my son, Donovan. Donovan, thanks for joining us. Good to have you with us. Good morning. It's a blessing to be here. It takes a superstar to do all the things that um, that Donovan does. We were talking about that earlier. A lot of times people don't realize what it takes to run and operate a restaurant in particular. Uh, and over the last seven months, I've had the honor of being able to hang out in a local restaurant here called Bravo's. And I told you earlier today, I have an absolute definitive attitude about not ever owning <laughs> and operating a restaurant uh, because it does from the front of the house to the back of the house. So many little details that happens before a client actually gets a plate. Mm-hmm. And so, Donovan, can you talk a little bit about that? It, it requires tremendous focus. Um, I was trained in corporate um, it's all about systems and procedures, and I just brought that to what we do. Um, like my mom said earlier, it's just I was amazed at high school when they gave me a paycheck to do what I was doing at home anyway, was cooking and cleaning. So, you know, when they gave me a paycheck at the end of the week for doing what mom and grandma had me doing at home anyway, <laughs> I was sold. <laughs> I was sold. Um and it's 30 years later, and I love it. I mean, I absolutely love what I do every day. Um, if I wasn't working for myself, I would definitely be doing this for someone else. Um, He's about to get his paper. Those demonstrative hands. Yes. I, I think like a it's, lot of us. It's omelet time. It's, I'm normally in the kitchen right now. I mean, you omelet, got so. yes, him, but he's literally making an omelet with his hands. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. Hey, uh, we're looking for your, uh, what's your favorite uh, Valentine's Day meal to, to cook to that special someone? If you're listening this morning, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Uh, Java Chapman has taken over producing the show in the last uh, month or so, and he's done a good job of trying to bring Yay. in, you know, some extra guests. And it's always fun to talk to the people. But uh, speaking from someone who always enjoys a good bite to eat, it also means we get more food in the morning. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, but uh, Donovan, uh, you and uh, Glenda brought in something for us this morning. If you would tell us what it was and, and kind of how you whipped it together, uh, it's a honey bun cake. Oh my mm. god. <laughs> It's good. The smell. This is so amazing. Oh, I know. It is. I actually found the recipe online one day. Uh, It had a picture. I had actually been craving cinnamon rolls. Um, KFC was my go-to spot. (laughs) They stopped making them, so I had to to satisfy that craving. (laughs) So I made it. It looked good. I tasted it. Um, I actually made it at the restaurant one day and took it home, and it sat on the counter for a couple of days, and we were just eating other things, I guess, and got back to it and... Um, tasted it, and then we ate about half of it that night, and then the next day <laughs> it found its way to the menu, and it's just it's been running out of the door ever since. Well, it's absolutely delicious. The only thing that's missing right now is a cup of coffee. Cup I mean, coffee. This is that's really, what I told Donovan. Really amazing bite, and it was very warm, and I'm I'm so happy right now. I mean, you know, what's the world without sugar and honey, right? This is just really great. But let me say this. I'm having withdrawals, Glenda, because last year this really amazing man named Kevin Farrell <laughs> took me on one of the most incredible dates that I've ever had. My coworker really loves me, 
but he uh, I had strawberries and and champagne and this amazing meal, and then he dumped me. <laughs> not, good. Not, good. not good. Not good at all. I guess I ate too much. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But Kevin, I want to thank you again for that. It's been a year, and I really appreciate it. And I just really appreciate you uh, letting me uh, harass you for the last three years. It's been quite amazing. Well, it's always fun on on Monday morning, and again, always some good stuff to eat. You know what I liked about the the honey bun cake is it was like a honey bun, but it wasn't heavy. I mean, it was it was cake, so it's light, so you get that great flavor uh, without the kind of the the heaviness that you have usually when you get one of the you know the the honey buns out of the um, out of the vending machine or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. This is really amazing. Isn't it? Uh, to go along with it, Deborah, you brought in some, I guess, uh, uh, strawberry cheesecake. And again, <clears throat> one thing that I, I really admire about Deborah and uh, is that the visual presentation is always so good, and, and that see those those bright red uh, strawberries on top of the cheesecake really look good. But tell us a little bit about your dish. Well, I was feeling like Tina Turner this morning. What love got to do with Kevin? <laughs> and so I whipped up this uh, really simple uh, cheesecake. It's really the same base that we did a couple of weeks ago with our apple cheesecake. It's just simply some cream cheese, a little sweet condensed milk, one egg, a little bit of flour. You bake it in a pie crust, and then you let it chill. There's a second layer on this particular uh, cheesecake of a little bit of uh, sour cream and um, a little bit of powdered sugar just to make a little glaze because I wanted to layer my strawberries. The strawberries have been soaked in just a little bit of, believe it or not, Mountain Dew because I wanted to just have a little (laughs) fizz to it. And as people are walking by shaking their heads. So it's really beautiful. It's it's all about love, you know. It's, and, and nothing says love like strawberries and cheesecake and honey buns. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Lots of sugar and honey. <laughs> so, uh, Glenda, how long has Sugar's Place been around? Well, Kevin, we'll actually celebrate our ninth year. Um, nine and eight, seventeen year. Ninth year this coming May. Um, Donovan and I. Um, Donovan had been working with On the Border, and they closed, I think, 2007. Mm -hmm. And I was retiring from Bell South after 28 years in 2007. We both went home, and we were sitting there looking at the walls and saying, (laughs) okay, what's next? We're both still young. We just can't sit at home, and, you know, we have no money. So uh, Donovan was riding around one day and saw this location and said, Mom, I saw this location. I think it would be great for a restaurant in the Ritz. Affordable. We ought to do it. I'm like, okay, then, and... Here we are nine years later, and we're still doing it. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So tell us a little bit about your menu. What type of foods do I expect to have when I come to Sugar's Place? Well, uh, we always like to say, like I said earlier, the kind of things you would have had at Sugar's House on a Sunday afternoon. We have catfish. We have fried chicken wings. We have uh, pork chops. And our stuff changes. Um, Donovan is one of these who will go and forage for food. Whatever's on sale, he'll buy it and cook it. So our specials change. Uh, but we have have um, chicken tetrazzini, we have chopstick with gravy, we have collard greens, we have yams, we have mac and cheese, we have po' boys, just all kinds of stuff. Girl, I'm moving in. People, <laughs> people come to our county and they go, uh, uh, I just don't know. You know, I say, it's okay, take your time, we have a lot. So we, 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 we've been trying to pare it down because having a lot means a lot of in- inventory, first of all, and we don't have a lot of storage. Because uh, we're real small. We're only, uh, it's Donovan and my three cousins that work the fr- uh, back of the house. And then uh, me and one other cousin work the front of the house. So uh, we're real small. But um, it's, like I said, it's just typical Southern fare. I wouldn't say uh, just soul food because I don't think everything on our menu is soul food. But 
it's good for the soul. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me what it's like having a family affair at the restaurant. It's awesome. I mean, each, like he said, each day is, is something new and different. And um, it's like a big family because we don't use numbers. You know, you go to a restaurant, they call your number. We don't. We do names. No, we do names. Oh, and wow. you come in a few times and we know you. I mean, you just, it's I, it's a gift I have of remembering people's names, but my guys do it too. And um, like I said, it's just, it's just, and the people, the customers, they tell me, Miss Glenda, we love your food. And we really love your Kool-Aid, but, but we really love, love your you. music. <laughs> we, we love the music. They come for the atmosphere. I mean, wow. it's like, you know, just being at home. But, yeah, they miss me when I'm gone. Miss Glenda, where you been? Or they'll get on Facebook. Where are you? Where are you? Get out here. Because, <laughs> like I said, I'm, retri- I'm uh, retired, so I travel a good bit. So, you know, when my husband says, hey, baby, I got room such and such, let's go. I'm packed and I'm gone. So. <laughs> and then I'll get a call and say, I'll be out of the restaurant next week. I'll see you guys when I get back. <laughs> right. That's it. That's How it. Fantastic. But I know it's in good that? hands. Fantastic. We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to continue talking with Donovan and Glenda Bar- uh, Barner. They are owners and operators of Sugar's Place in downtown Jackson. This is Deep South Donning on MPB Think Radio. We're looking for your calls this morning. Talking about Valentine's Day, what's a special meal that you'd prepare for your special person on Valentine's Day? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 or send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. Back with more after this. for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We've got two guests visiting with us in studio this morning, Glenda and Donovan Barner, owners of Sugar's Place in downtown Jackson. We're talking about Sugar's Place and a bit about owning and uh, operating a restaurant. And again, we're looking for your comments and questions. Also, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, so what's your favorite special meal to prepare for your favorite special someone uh, for Valentine's <laughs> Day? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring it's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let's go to the phones and we say good morning to Jesse in Mobile. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. What do you have for us? Well, it's a little warm this February, so it's kind of not doing the gumbo thing that we normally talk about. But Emerald has a spaghetti bordelaise yes. that I'll usually do that she likes. Mm-hmm. And we just swap out the large pieces of chicken for chicken tenders. But the spaghetti stays the same. The olive oil stays the same. The Italian herbs stay the same. And if you want, you use your olive oil to get your chicken fried. And if you don't know, the olive oil doesn't soak into chicken like regular oil. So you get to reuse that when you pop your spaghetti in. 
then you just add your fresh parsley on top of that, and you have your spaghetti bordelaise. Very good. Mm. That sounds really mm, yummy. Yes. And while he was talking, all I could hear was a song, Jesse's Girl. <laughs> 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 Happy balance time to you and your loved ones, Jesse. Thank you for the call. Right. Thanks for thanks for calling in. You know, actually, what I was thinking about was Lady and the Tramp with the spaghetti with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and spaghetti is one of my favorite foods in the whole world. Wow. I love any kind of pasta. You know, earlier we were talking. Uh, had asked uh, Glenda and Donovan about the menu and about their restaurant, and they gave it to us. But w- w- it, what they said is actually true. It got uh, Java found a couple of uh, reviews. One of them says, "I love this place. It's like walking into Cheers every time I go. They remember your name, wow. what you like to eat, how you like your food cooked, and it just makes you feel special." So that's that's not them blowing smoke. That's actual customers saying that. And the other one that was funny to me was again, if you're a lover of Southern food, this is the place to go because in this uh, probably seven or eight lines of review. Uh, they mentioned the grits, the macaroni and cheese, the greens, the chicken and dumplings, the catfish, fried pork chops, black-eyed peas, fried okra, shrimp po'boys. Man, oh, man. My you can't, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's not good for the wasteland. I'm telling you. Wow. Uh, we got another caller on the line, so let's uh, say good morning to Whitney from Louisiana. Good morning, Whitney. Hey, Whitney. Hey, Whitney. Good morning. This Go. is a great show. I'm I'm loving it. I have to make it to Jackson sometime. Eat there, please, please do. do. <laughs> <laughs> My husband is a Cajun, and mm-hmm. what we do is we alternate making uh, Valentine's Day dinner. And I really love to make him crawfish etouffee. Oh and I also on the side will make a crawfish spread, which is made with cream cheese and uh, green onions and um, crawfish chopped real fine. And then I throw some accessories in there. Mm. It's really simple. That's it. And everybody's in love with it, and he's in love with it especially. So that's his, that's his little uh, meal with some... Uh, asparagus on the side mm. all right looks like yeah. a, i could just see the visual of that beautiful uh spread and the, yes. the etouffee and the asparagus and the music in the background yeah, yeah. awesome valentine's yes try that spread it's awfully good all right I made it up on my own and i love it Thanks for calling in today, Whitney. Sounds like a great spicy dinner to share with your loved one on Valentine's Day. That's what we're looking for. What's your special uh, meal that you would like to prepare for that favorite, that your special someone on Valentine's Day? Give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. Our phone number is 1-877-672-7464. You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. So, Kevin, what blue uh, apron meal are you preparing for me tomorrow, darling? Uh, actually, uh, interestingly enough, there's another one called Home Something. So a friend of mine, actually the person who told me about Blue Apron, I was talking to him the other day, and they said, oh, no, we've moved on to this home whatever it is. So I've actually, now I'm, <laughs> by the time this is over, I'm going to have a different one every week because there are a bunch of them. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> but I've got growing. that... Uh, uh, but uh, the the last I had the blue apron was the last week when I had the um, the Jerusalem artichokes with right. the um, what was in that I think it was a, a pasta uh, and then the um, 
the hamburger with the uh, sriracha mayonnaise and the uh, the uh, sweet potato French fries was really good too. So, fantastic. So, looking forward to uh, this other this other company and see you know how it compares. But uh, I, I do have to watch out because I got to you got to keep track of uh, you know both of the of the things because if you don't sort of say no, they're going to send it to you. So I, I certainly wouldn't need two packages of three meals a piece in a week so but it's fun it it really is and again uh if you're out there and and a a home cook that kind of wants to experiment in the kitchen that kind of thing i won't recommend one or the other but find one and and try it because i think it's a lot of fun the the meals are really good they have all the ingredients and everything right there for you in in one uh location and it's it will really improve your your culinary skills i'm a better chopper and dicer and mincer now than i was when i started so it's it's been a lot of fun and uh java you uh have uh joined the blue apron community there uh, tell us about your experience yeah i uh joined the blue apron and like i told you kevin um i really appreciate you for putting me on it but it also just kind of opens up your palate gets mm-hmm. you out of the um you know what you cook all the time because it's your favorite things and you know how to cook them really well which is a small list for me but <laughs> um, you know it just it opens you up and everything is in the box mm-hmm. um pre-portioned so if you think you need a teaspoon they give you a teaspoon right. you know you need half a cup they give you half mm. a cup so it's real easy and i suggest it for just about anybody what i love about what um he just said is broadening your palates and that's something that we talk about quite a bit glenda you know because a lot of times people will go in the kitchen and they say well i'm tired of cooking the same thing you know the food species are going to be the same they haven't changed we're going to have fish chicken beef you know that kind of thing but it's being able to buy new spices and try new recipes and go to uh, different cultural kinds of events so that you can you know broaden your palate because southern food is a story about many places it's a mixture of cultures right from all over the world and so it's being able to take that base and then go out and, and experience the entire world so Donovan, I thought it was interesting the the honey bun cake you were talking about earlier. You you basically you know it was kind of saw something and and went out there and and tried to put it in on the menu. And is that kind of as the chef that so you're always looking for uh, new things to put on the menu, new things to try to see what uh, what what might stick and what folks might like? Definitely, it's um. Like mom said earlier, it, sugars is just an extension of us. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like coming by the house. Some days we're having chicken. Some days we're having fish. Some days we're having pasta. We may have spaghetti. We may have black like eyed peas or collard greens or just whatever we're kind of feeling. Um, my personal culinary background, I've worked in about 13 different restaurants, um, probably six or seven different um, cultural backgrounds. So I bring what I learned at home. Uh, marry that with the Mexican culture or the South American or Venezuelan, and it's it just it's kind of like going to New Orleans. Um, that's why it's one of my favorite culinary cities because that culture is a it's a it, it's, it's a, a melting, melting pot, pot. Right. exactly <laughs> exactly, and yeah. it's a melting pot on your plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the caller called in a minute earlier about etouffee. Um, I worked years ago at Ralph and Cartoons. That's one of my favorite dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about it the so it's all about the root. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody from Louisiana will tell you that. <laughs> you know, you, you get that roux right, and it's hard to screw up your gumbo or your etouffee <laughs> after that. But if you don't get that roux right, mm-hmm. you'll be there all day. Well, Kevin, I know where you're taking me for Valentine's now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Sugar's <laughs> Uh Let's see. Kathleen's on the line from Osaka. Good morning, Kathleen. Hi. How are y'all this morning? Hey, Sue. How are you? Well, I got something sort of a different nature. It's for breakfast on a special day. And this is <clears throat> very easy and very economical. 
take a flour tortilla and you put a little butter in a pan or a grill and get it hot, hot. Put the tortilla in, give it a spin. When it starts to bubble up, flip it over. It's done quick. So you get vanilla, honey, Greek yogurt, and you can add any flavor you want. Marmalade, cherry, applesauce, whatever, sprinkle coconut, raisins, walnuts. Get creative. Put a good scoop of it there. Roll it up and top it with a little brown sugar or whatever. And it's kind of neat. Sounds good. It sounds like a, one of those things that make you say lemur. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, and Kevin, he's getting to be a pro, so we won't refer to him as a novice. So <laughs> all these novices out there, it's really nice to let your honey know that she's appreciated. Mm-hmm. And do something, it doesn't have to be fancy, but it's really good. You can get as fancy with it as you want. All right. And it's got that good yogurt in there, too, as well. So that sounds like a nice uh, warm breakfast. And that's, you know, Kathleen brings up a good point. Most people would go out to dinner for Valentine's Day, but uh, especially if it were to happen to fall on a weekend uh, in the coming years, that might be a, a fun thing to do was to surprise your loved one with a breakfast in bed with a nice uh, Valentine's theme to it. Well, so Kevin, I have a theory about the Valentine's thing, right? Okay. So I think people should have Valentine's every day. All right. I, I'm just a little confused about why we make such a big deal out of somebody loving me on my day. Oh, I think day. it should be a practice. I need you to bring me flowers every day. I want, you know, I think people should fall in love with each other, prepare great meals and celebrate life, whether it's with uh, your significant other, your children, you know, your your parents. I think people should be in love every day. Valentine should be your lifestyle and not just a corporate celebration. Just my... All right. Now, yes. the greeting card industry has just called in uh, and they're saying... To shut that woman off. Right. <laughs> well, no, it's great because now you can buy love cards all year round. Oh, well, that right, just right, increased right. their business. Okay. It's all how you look at it, Kevin. <laughs> and the uh, the chocolate people then are applauding that thing, too. <laughs> Seriously. So uh, maybe from uh, both Glenda and Donna, y'all are located in, in downtown Jackson. Was, was that important? It was. Um, we've been out about, been there about nine years now. We wanted to be about six months ahead of the last revitalization push for Ferris Street. Um, but now the lawyers who were formerly business partners are now kind of at it with each other. So we're not looking forward to that anymore. That's going to be tied up for years. So, um, But there are other good things happening around um, downtown. The Westin's coming up. Um, the infrastructure work is being done on Capitol Street. Um, it makes some days challenging with, you know, the water. Um, but it, as an operator, you have to stay on top and be prepared for, you know, anything that happens. Um, but it's Jackson is growing mm-hmm. um, and it's 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 good to be a part of it. Um, Mississippi is growing um, and Jackson is definitely growing. We're, we're just glad to be a part of the culinary scene. Jackson has a huge culinary scene. We're known worldwide. Um, I would encourage people to get out. Um, and, and go to some of your local restaurants. You know, it's not just about the corporate chains, although I appreciate the corporate America. They gave me my start. They gave me my training. I have my foundation in corporate America. But for me, it was it was about being my own entrepreneur. It was about going out and sharing our flavors with the world. Like I said, it was for me. I don't work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go and do what I love to wow. do every day. Um and it's it's a blessing, and I see it as such. 
Um, I'm, I'm fortunate that I get to do something that I love to do. I love to put a plate in some in front of someone and watch their reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, that's priceless. With that being said, Donovan, when you really feeding people love, then you end up with what you guys have at Sugars. And that's the line out of the door every day, which is really amazing because, and you know, and that's kind of my whole thing about love, Kevin. Whatever you do, do it with love because right. then the, the benefit will speak for itself. People show up where, they, where they're where they well-fed and where they're well-loved. Right. And so Sugars is a testimony to that. Right. And I would also say to uh, to folks who go to places like Sugars and enjoy the food, and when Deborah comes in, I'm, I always make a point, you thank these people. Tell them how much you enjoy the food because it it makes them feel good. It validates what they're doing. Absolutely. And it, it's, it's, it's just a one small way to say, you know, man, this is really good. Thank you for uh, putting your heart into what you serve. I thank you, Kevin. And I cleaned this honey bun plate this morning. Thank you, Glenda. You're welcome, Don. Thank you, Donovan. Time for another quick break. When we get back, we're going to continue our discussion with Glenda and Donovan Barner, owners of Sugar's Place in downtown Jackson. Also, we're looking for your special Valentine's Day meal that you prepare for your loved one. It's one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'll be back with more after this. from Radio Lab. We're told that smell triggers memories in the brain. So if you're in your car, let's try something. Roll up your windows and inhale, okay? There are some memories you cherish and others that just um, linger. But now here's a thought. How about contributing this barrel of aroma that is your car to your favorite public radio station? And you might even get a tax deduction. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're visiting today with the owners of Sugar's Place in downtown Jackson, Glenda Barner and her son Donovan. Uh, we're looking for your comments and questions this morning. We've been talking about Valentine's Day and a, a special meal that you would prepare for the special person in your life. The number to call if you'd like to join in and share with us today is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Got some callers on the line, so let's start in Clinton. Anne has called in today. Good morning, Anne. Good morning. Uh, I would like to know, uh, are they open on Sundays and uh, just where they're located if they are, and what is their mean recipe, uh, I mean, uh, cost per meal? Okay. Uh, so uh, hours first. What do, uh, when are you all open? We're currently open uh, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and we're not open on Saturdays and Sundays. There's just not any traffic in that area where we're located. Mm-hmm. We're downtown at 168 West Griffith Street. We're directly in front of Mississippi College School for Law. We're attached to Sterling Towers Apartments. So, no, we're not currently open on Sunday. I'm sorry. Well, we're come see us Monday through Friday. We're 168 West Griffith Street in Jackson. 
your average cost? Uh, average cost per meal, uh, $10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $10 uh, with a drink, 12 But, yeah, about $10. All right. Very good. Let's uh, go on next to Mobile. Mikey has called in today. Good morning, Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Good morning. Good morning and happy, um, well, I would say happy VD, but happy Valentine's Day would be more appropriate. Right? Girl, bye. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day to you, too. Oh my God. I'm a bad girl, wasn't I? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, um... That Kathleen, man, she comes up with some great stuff. i got to say, thank you, Kathleen. I get some great ideas from her. Um, but, and this is, it, I'm sorry, but it gets even worse, okay? Um, I can't for take favorite, it. <laughs> for, for my favorite Valentines, um, my favorite Valentines, uh, because they are furry and they have short legs, and they run around and they bark and protect me a lot. Um, uh, I put into their uh, doggy chow some um, crumbled up uh, bacon skins. Oh, wow. Mm. And sometimes mm. some uh, cheese shreds and sometimes uh, chopped up eggs, hard-boiled eggs particularly, Um and sometimes green beans and onions. Well, no onions, no onions, no onions, no onions for dogs. Not a good thing. But they love uh, bread. They totally love bread and crackers. So you crumble all that up once in a while and put a little hit in here and a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there, you know. And um, for me, chocolate. All right. <laughs> That'll that that pretty much covers the the most of everybody in the world minus Sharita Brent loves chocolate I think so uh, I don't I don't oh, eat okay. chocolate all right what I don't right. eat chocolate oh, oh my gosh are you mm-hmm. serious I know I've just recently I mean I'm talking about the last two three years started eating white chocolate because I discovered there was no one <laughs> but uh, no dark chocolate at all I tell people I'm thinking I like chocolate is my husband <laughs> <laughs> and there we had it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about being a woman in business. What has that been like for you, um, running a restaurant and um, walking away from corporate America and becoming an entrepreneur? Well, it's been interesting to say the least. Um, haven't had any real barriers for myself. Uh, I've heard people who are entrepreneurs were women. Uh, said they have problems with funding, you know, b- trying to borrow money. But I guess because I haven't tried to borrow it, I haven't had any problems. But um, it's it's not been an issue for me. Um, I've gone to a few of the meetings downtown where they were trying to organize some restaurants downtown. They were trying to get an association started, the people uh, who owned businesses downtown. And I was one of only, I think, three women in the room. So that was a little kind of different. But, you know. Um, it, it hasn't been an issue for me. Um, Fantastic. What about some things starting out a business? Maybe uh, some uh, in a food business, especially. What are some things, that, some challenges that you you had to face early on, and and how you tried to overcome those challenges? I'll let Donovan speak to that because he did a lot of the uh, legwork. Um, I was kind of sitting back, letting him. He because he's worked in corporate mm-hmm. and. Uh, in the corporate office and in the restaurant part, he had a lot of knowledge and he saved us a lot of steps that other people who had not been in business would have had to go through. But he already knew the things to do and how to do it. So 
he took the lead on, on getting everything kind of organized. And right now, he does everything restaurant. I, I do all the financing and the payroll and the stuff, but the purchasing and the uh, menu uh, development and all that and training of the employees, he handles all of that. She's basically my um, home office. She's my corporate <laughs> office. She handles yeah. everything paperwork and allows me to focus on the food and it works for us um at some point i will take over you know the finance aspects of the business but that only that'll only occur when when i'm comfortable that someone else can take over what i do mm-hmm. um we're we're a small business we don't we're, we don't operate off of bank loans if we we make ten dollars today we've got to make that ten dollars work for us tomorrow you know and it's it's a real it, it's a struggle at times, but it's it's a it's worth it. You know, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do. I would guess I would do it another way if I had a few million dollars just laying around. <laughs> 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 but um, it's 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 hard work, but it's honest work, and it's re- it's immediately rewarding. Um, you, you you get that plate right, you'll get that smile. If you screw it up, you'll get that <laughs> negative reaction immediately. <laughs> um, and we work hard. Our guys, I want to give a shout out to our guys this morning. My, our crew, you know, we couldn't, she couldn't do it without me. I couldn't do it without them. Um, we, we all lean on each other. We're, we're all family. And it just, it's a, it's, I say it again, it's a blessing to be able to work with family. Um, because at the end of the day, I leave my house. I go to my business. I'm with my family. I leave my house with my family. I go to my business. I'm with my family. When I leave my business, I'm back with my family. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking omelets again. So, so with that being said, uh, do you see expanding the business in the future? Definitely. I have I have three sons, um, two in college right now, one in high school, um, and they've been raised in the business. They've seen. Um, they have. They have catering experience whether they know it or not <laughs> um so when when they finish college um I'm, I'm i don't think i would want it to be something that they would do primarily but i've raised them to think of you know this is something that you could own and not have to operate you know i'm an owner operator i want them to be owners um it goes back to something um you guys talked about earlier about the love that you want to create for your business Joe Rogers Sr., the owner of Waffle House, gave me a bit of advice 20 years ago. And it's you want to create two lines in your business. You want a line at your front door of people wanting to come in and eat with you. And you want a line at your back door of people wanting to come in and work with you. That lets you know that you're treating your customers right and you're treating your employees right. And you'll be in business forever. Keep that focus and you'll be okay. That's great information. I think a lot of people who eat at a restaurant don't realize how much is involved. And, you know, I've worked in restaurants, and and I know that uh, when I worked in Hattiesburg at the Western Sizzling Steakhouse, it was one of the the better places around. But we were known for baked potatoes because somehow they got the hugest baked potatoes around. And, in fact, when we would sort through the bags, if they were too small, we'd chunk them in for French fries. But, I mean, they're the big things. And so that was what we were known for. Uh, But from the management point of view, you got to figure out or got to anticipate how many diners you're going to have that day so that, you know, when the when the dinner rush starts and it's in the middle of it, you can't say, oh, gosh, you know, we ran out of baked potatoes. So, right. Donovan, talk a little bit about that. It's probably from the beginning of the day, your day, you're thinking ahead, you know, what's the crowd going to be like today? What do I need to prepare? That sort of thing. Well, it, a lot of it, a lot of it goes in on the front end with the prep work. Um, we cook everything to order. Um, that eliminates waste. It eliminates um, spoilage. 
Um, so my job is to manage and make sure we have things prepped and prepared to be cooked. Um, but we don't cook it until you order it. So when you come in and you order catfish, that's your catfish. We didn't just cook it and hope somebody come buy some catfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it keeps us on our toes, and it makes sure that every customer that comes in our door gets fresh product. You know, we buy it fresh, we cook it fresh, you get it fresh. It's not rocket science. We're not reinventing the wheel. We're just we're honest people. You know, giving a good food at a good price, mm-hmm. and it's. If you try to make it more complicated than that, that's usually when you go wrong. <laughs> but with that being said, though, Kevin, it, it it really is the appeal of why people would stand in line and wait for food because it's nothing like spending 20 bucks for a meal and then you realize it's cold before you actually get it. Mm-hmm. So you've got this really amazing food that's been cooked specifically to you, exactly. for you. And it's, hand, it's like you said, it's like being at home with your mama. You get to get what's hot off the stove. Right. And it's really, you know, and then you, again, you got this amazing uh atmosphere and you've got really kind people serving you so i would stand in line and wait for that you know it's it's nothing like going through a drive-thru that you spent 12 bucks for two pieces of chicken and then you realize the box is cold as christmas you know so and i stand at the counter oftentimes um when customers open up we everything we have is in a to-go plate we when we came to the restaurant we uh it was going to be to-go only we weren't going to have sit-down dining but there were tables and chairs and people just kind of start sitting at them you know because we're kind of you know a lunch destination or breakfast destination but everything's in a to-go plate and it amazes me when people open that plate and the steam just shoots out I never go anywhere and have steam coming off my food (laughs) and I send it back quite often because it's not to temperature you know I want my grits hot matter of fact I was in a restaurant the other morning and uh, I sent them back because they weren't hot I want hot steamy grits my husband says everybody doesn't like hot steamy grits I do I want them hot and when you come to sugars they will be hot you know we just we serve hot fresh food we don't have a microwave we don't have a microwave and people get aggravated about that you know and it's not because their food needs heating it's because maybe they want their honey bun cake a little warmer because it's not always served warm like you had it this morning but we don't have a microwave you know your peach cobbler is not you know piping hot you know because it's been sitting there a little while but that's how we serve it we don't have a microwave and they get upset about that but it's it's just not what we do Fantastic. we don't microwave anything mm-hmm. time for one last break this hour you're listening to deep south dining on mpb think radio we're looking for your uh, your Valentine's meal. What are you preparing for your special someone on Valentine's Day tomorrow? The number to call if you'd like to join the conversation, one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 Back to wrap up the show after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends, and we're visiting in studio today with two guests, Donovan and Glenda Barner, our owners of Sugar's Place, located in downtown Jackson. So we talked a little bit about uh, the business of owning a restaurant and a little bit, too, about uh, their background uh, and, and a little bit about some bit about the menu. Uh, but... Um, Glenda, is there a is there a favorite dish that you have at the restaurant? It makes me really happy when I go in and Donovan has smothered pork chops. Oh, oh my boy. God. <laughs> he knows how to make his mom well, that's for lunch, smothered pork chop. But in the morning, I want an omelet with 
tomatoes and jalapenos and cheese and sausage and Oh my tomato! Oh God, yeah. Um, some other pork chops is my favorite for lunch. <laughs> Makes me really happy. Makes and and he does these uh, potatoes. What you call them? Loaded potatoes. Mm. It's potatoes with green onions and bacon and cheese and sour cream and baked with cheese on top. Oh Lord Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes me really makes his mama really happy when, when he has a smothered pork chop. All right now, Donovan, this might be akin to asking a fisherman about their favorite fishing spot, but the smothered pork chops. Uh, could you give us an idea of how you prepare them? Oh, my goodness. Is that a trade um, secret? <laughs> no. Well, I have my own seasoning that I use. Uh-huh. Um, it's a, I, actually, I actually use a roast beef gravy. I hate to tell that chef secret. Um, <laughs> but if you are actually in the kitchen doing as much as I do, um, there is no way that you could make gravy consistently <laughs> over years. Um because it, from one day to the next, I never know what my day is going to entail. I may get a call this afternoon and somebody says, okay, I need you to feed 200 people Thursday morning at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Well, my week just changed, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's okay um, because I could get that call from a boss and they could say, well, Donovan, you've got a catering, you know, Thursday, your week's still going to change, you know. Um, I guess it's just my favorite would be. Oh, goodness. I don't know. Too, too many to... <laughs> it's, it's just, it really is. It's just working in so many different backgrounds. Restaurants, I have, you know, it depends on what day it is. What's my favorite seafood dish? What's my favorite steak? What's my favorite pasta? It's just... And one of the reasons our menu is so big is because um, I like to buy fresh. Um, sometimes of the year, catfish is up, beef is down. Pork. So I, I kind of, menu kind of fluctuates with, you know, what I can keep a, mar- watch our margins on. Because when you're a lunch business, there's only so much you can charge for lunch. Um, at dinner, you have a little more leeway. But at lunch, you're, you're locked in by time and price. There's only so much people are going to pay for lunch. Um, so you kind of have to keep that in mind. And that's just where my focus is, is just keeping the doors open, keeping the product fresh. And keeping our customers happy. So, what would what advice would you give to someone that's uh, going to start up? You know, they they're sitting at home right now. They're listening and they say, "I can do that." What advice would you give them in terms of starting a new business? You know, I get that quite often uh, from a lot of my friends who think they want to do this. First of all, I have a strong heart, know how to pray real hard, and uh, have some capital. You know, a friend of mine who owns a funeral home um, told me, uh, even before I ever thought about opening a business, you got to pay those bills whether you get a call or not. So if we don't sell in one plate, Entergy still wants their money. The landlord still wants their money. Have some capital. Like I said earlier, I don't have any loans. I didn't borrow any money to do this. I did it out of my savings account and out of my retirement. And um, But have some capital and also have a love for it. You know, don't go into cooking food every day and serving people if you don't like food and you don't like people. Right. You know, you, don't you don't to- go into the restaurant business thinking you're going to make a million dollars. Because you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're you not. Know, it, it's that rare you know, that rare occurrence happens in the business where, you know, it does pay off for you financially, but it'll take years. You know, don't go into it. It's This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is not an overnight thing. If you don't have a love for it, if you don't have a passion for it, if you will not go a month without getting paid to do this, 
this is not for you. <laughs> I'm just going to hold his hand. That's just what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so um, I guess uh, marketing in in the day and age of, of social media and that sort of thing uh, can be helpful, but it also can be a, a two-edged sword if, if you end up. And so I guess that makes you want to strive to even make sure, as I think maybe some said before, you know, every plate that you send out, you want to make sure. Every is, is, plate that you send out is a representation of you because social media is a double-edged sword. Either, that. you know, that that great food will get around, you know, instantly or that horrible service will get around instantly. So you have to stay on your toes. Um, Facebook, Instagram, all these social media things, it's great for getting your name out there. It's great for getting the word out. But if you're not putting the right product out there, it will destroy you. I've seen that happen. Uh, we have this uh, foodie website, of course, you know, on Facebook, Jackson Foodies. Uh, and um, I've seen people j- just raked over the coals, you know, about uh, bad experiences. And it's instantaneous, you know. They have it for breakfast. You know about it at breakfast, you know, because, you know, that's the times we live in. So, you know, if you have a good experience, you know about it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right away, too. So we wanted to always be positive. I tell my people, if you don't like it, bring it back or comment. I'll, I'll fix it. And, you know, every time, uh, you know, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. But I've had a customer, you know, come and say, hey, Miss Glenda, they left out my fries. Okay, baby, where are you? I'm on my way. You know, I'll take it to them, you know, and that just blows them away. Because it's not wow. something that normally happens yeah. in the- you know, you want to fix it on the front end. Right. Like she said, people are people, you know, we're we're human. We make mistakes. Um, and own up to it. Fix it. Right. Don't right. don't take that out on your customer. They didn't they didn't come to get cold food. They didn't come to get the wrong order. They you know, people want their money's worth when they're spending their hard earned dollars. You know, if you keep that focused and take care of your people, take care of your customers. And they'll take care of you. I'm really happy to have this conversation about customer service because, of course, you know, we live in a a social time where customer service is very, very rare. And it's really great when you walk into uh, any establishment, whether it's a food establishment or some other kind of commodity where you're getting great customer service because people work hard for their money. They do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they have families to take care of and they're busy. And so when you walk into a place, something as simple as a smile and a hello can change people's days and then when you offer them a even more excellent product it's well worth the experience so kudos to you for that all right so glenda 30 seconds left in the show could if you could remind us of your hours and where you're all are located yes we're sugar's place downtown we're at 168 west griffith street right across from mississippi college school for law we're open 7 a.m to 2 p.m monday through friday we're open for breakfast lunch and awesome catering so if you're having a wedding family reunion uh, class reunion, uh, baby shower, whatever. Call us and we'll feed them. We can feed from 15 to 650. All right, very good. It's been a fun hour. Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman and training the calls this morning was Debbie. Uh, for Deborah Hunter and Donovan and Glenda Barner, I'm Kevin Farrell. Stay tuned up next at 10. It's Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey, followed by Southern Remedy at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining. Heard only on MPB Think Radio.